Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. John did not like to show people the burdens he was bearing. He didn't want you to worry about him. We all still were, though, and we told him as much, didn't we? But he'd brush your concern off and tell you, I'm fine. No, no, really, I'm fine. Most of the times it was convincing enough. He would put on that charming smile that we all knew, probably the one that won over his wife, Susan. He'd straighten up the best he could, and he'd speak with a voice that wouldn't betray what he was really battling. But there was a war going on inside of him. And I know why he didn't want to admit it to us. He was convinced that God never really gives you anything more than you can handle. If he were to say that things weren't okay in his life, or that he was really down, or that he was hurting so much that he was to the point of exhaustion, in some ways he believed that his faith was leaving him, or it wasn't strong enough. I realized this just this past year. January 1st, John came to church for an individual service so that he could have the body and blood of Christ. And that day was different. When he came through this door over here, he couldn't hide how he was feeling. His charming smile had left his face. He was hunched over as he walked and his voice was low and muffled. He said to me with tears running down his face as we were entering this sanctuary, Pastor, I know God never gives you anything more than you can handle, but I just, I just can't do it anymore. In that moment, I saw a very strong man who never said he couldn't do it. Tell me that his soul was hurting more than his body. He loved God. He loved Christ. He praised God with his voice. And with his body, he would do just about anything to serve this church, to serve anyone. He loved you all. From young to old, it didn't matter. Even just this last year, getting out of his pew to walk my little two-year-old daughter down to the altar because he thought she would fall. So there they were, old and young, walking together, glad to be in the house of the Lord. But he carried a yoke of burden around his neck that he couldn't bear. God tells us that We are to bear crosses in this life. With every cross that God has sent, and specifically those that he preordained for John to bear, and every evil, wicked attack of Satan, they had took their toll on John. But he had convinced himself that he could carry these. But it wasn't the case. It's why I included that text from 1 Corinthians 10. He misunderstood it for so long. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with temptation he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. 
God gives us more than we can handle. It's so that we don't believe that we can carry it, but that we lean on God, that we lean on Christ, that we put all our hope and trust in him because we are not strong enough. And then it is, as we see it, that when we are God's own people, the baptized children of God, no obstacle, no danger or disaster, no matter how terrible it may seem, will be able to crush us because God is with us. Now thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. These words from Isaiah were the words that I always gave to John when he was in the hospital so that he would never forget no matter what he was made to bear, that he was the Lord's. These crosses which we are made to bear are for our good to conform us to the image of Christ, who was obedient to death, even death on the cross. But we have a most blessed promise that God does not let the tempter press us so that we are without escape, so that we are driven to despair. No. See how God speaks in Isaiah 43. He says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. Think about the Israelites. Could they have crossed the Red Sea or stood against Pharaoh's army pressing in on them on their own? No, they could not. It was more than they could handle. But by faith, see what God has done. They listened and obeyed the word of the Lord. And he stood and parted the waters in the midst of the sea And they crossed over on dry land and God stood between the army and the children of Israel and they could not destroy them. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. Could Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego withstood the hot indignation of King Nebuchadnezzar? Could they have withstood the flames of the fiery furnace? Certainly not. It was more than they could handle. But by faith, they didn't bow down and they gladly went to receive their death, even knowing that if it be God's will, he could rescue them from the fiery furnace. And so it happened. God strengthened their faith, renewed their spirit, and he protected them in the midst of the fire, even standing among them. God was with them. Nothing was burned. Not a hair on their body was singed, nor did their clothing smell of fire. God has set for us the crosses that we should bear in this life, that we would be conformed to the image of Christ, that we would be a servant to one another, just as John so wonderfully and gladly served us. Every baptized child of God will have crosses in this life. And today, there is a monumental moment of sorrow. But God, in taking our dear brother in Christ away from us, away from this world, this cross may seem hard to bear, but God has pointed us to look at his son who says, I am with you. The father is with you. God turns us to look at Jesus and to trust in Jesus's words because this is more than we can handle. Jesus said to the disciples, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. 
Jesus has risen from the dead. After atoning for your sins, they are forgiven. He has overcome the world. Everything that stood against us, he has defeated it. Yes, we die. Yes, today we lay the body of John into the grave, but we Christians no more fear death and the grave any more than our own homes and our own beds that we lay our head in at night. For even here, laid in the ground, we know that our bodies rest secure and our souls are with the Lord, praising him for his victory. Sin was more than we could handle, so it was laid upon Christ. Death was more than we could handle, so Christ rose from the dead to give us the victory. United in Christ's body, by baptism through faith, you and I lean not on our own strength or understanding, but wholly on Christ, his life, his righteousness. Then we can share together in the one true peace. We have an incredible peace which the world cannot give us. We have peace to die. You can say with John, I just can't do it. And know that you will be okay because God will hold you in his hands. God will be with you. John was always sustained in the faith by the word of God and by the sacrament. But he waited a long time before he said, I just can't do it. You don't have to wait that long. Nor do you have to worry about looking or seeming weak. Because when John told me he couldn't do it, I told him that God already had. And I reminded him that God said, My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. And that it was okay, more than okay, to boast of your weakness, knowing that the power of Christ will rest upon you and you will have sure and certain peace. And I can tell you confidently, even though I wasn't there, that I know John died in peace. Because when he finally understood that he wasn't meant to handle it all, he gladly gave up that burden. He was lying in a hospital bed in Sharon, the last I saw him. And I brought to him the word in the Lord's Supper to renew his spirit, to strengthen his faith in that blessed assurance, the forgiveness of sins. And his last words to me were in response to this question. I looked at him and I said, John, is there anything more that I can do for you. And in that moment, I finally knew that he was at peace and prepared to die. For he said these words, I just received the body and blood of my Lord Jesus Christ. What more can a man ask for? He now rests from his labors, with all the promises that God has made now come true. He sees in glory. We'll be there. Now he awaits. The only thing he awaits is the resurrection from the dead and a joyful reunion in heaven with you. In Jesus' name, amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all our understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord.